Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Hudson Hawk. I watched the second half of Hudson Hawk. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Other Half. Uh, this episode was brought, this uh, the, epi- the movie for the episode yep. was brought to us by Leo Logan. Yeah. Uh, he's... Brought a couple of movies to us in the past. Uh, what were they? Double Identity or Double Identity? No, double no, Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy. And there was another one. Uh, single White Female. Single White Female. Yeah. I so think there might have been another one, but I don't remember. He's got a pretty head. good track record. Oh, and it was Body of Evidence. I think it was the yeah. other one. Yeah. It's he's... all like pretty good. They all have the same kind of like in the 90s area. That's true. They all seem to like be made in the same yeah. kind of time. Yeah. Which, period. you know what? It's great because that's uh, they're all R rated movies that we weren't allowed to watch when we were that young. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. and But they still have interesting ideas, yet they're not great movies. They're all flawed in some way, but still have interesting ideas. They're interesting, and they're interesting to look at, especially like from afar yeah like, like looking at well removed like yes. seeing where society was back then, at the time being, right like, going back and being like oh what is this and, like and perhaps even seeing how the, the 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 actors in the movie were back then yeah like how in body of evidence you're like oh it's madonna she's like the biggest you know musician back then and all this stuff and now you see it it's just like oh it's madonna you know Whatever. Whatever. Like, yeah. What is she doing? I think that can definitely be said about Hudson Hawk. Oh, yeah. Um, How so? Have you ever heard of this movie before? No. Never? Never. I didn't know anything about it. You know, I thought this was going to be a Western. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. Because Hudson, like the Hudson River... Probably some people. The Hudson River. Riding. It's it's always you know, you know Hudson River in the West. Yeah, in the West. <laughs> I, it, where, I don't know where the Hudson River is. It's in the East. <laughs> you have old timey stuff over there too. Right, right, right. That's true. Like and hawk. The what? Well, hawks. They fly everywhere. Right. <laughs> they are everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they they take place in the West. Yeah, I had heard about this movie before, but the thing about it is, I didn't know anything. Obviously, I, I don't have not seen it. I just didn't know anything about it. I knew that Bruce Willis was in it. That's it. I, I think thought it's it was all a, I knew because you told me. I thought it was an. I thought it was an action movie. Okay. I, I thought it was just going to be a straight up like a like a uh, a, a diehard. When I saw the poster to watch this, because uh, I watched it on Crackle, hosted by Sony. I saw it on Crackle too. Yeah, with those ads. Yeah. They put the ad right in the middle. I didn't see any ads. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they don't work. I had ad block on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyway. So yeah. So I was. I saw the poster and I was like, hmm, "This looks like it might be an action movie." I'm not gonna read the synopsis. Yeah. I, like, I, I was talking about this earlier to Mike off the mic, but ha. Um, <laughs> I love going into seeing movies blind, like not knowing anything about it. I think it's fun. It may not always work out, you know. Um, but I think it just means I have no expectation of what the movie is. You can, and, and usually, most of the time, the movie surprises me because. <laughs> I, it just goes in whatever direction it wants. That's true. You don't even know what the tone yeah. or any of that. I did a lot with the other half movies, too, if I haven't heard of it before. I'm Troll, just like, yeah. I don't, I'll just go in blind. or you know, Because having expectations changes it. Like um, It'll color you a little yeah, bit. Exactly. It'll in, yeah, exactly. It what you think about the movie. Right, 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 right. So you went in blind on this movie. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird movie. This is such a weird movie. Weird and it got film. only real weird by the end of my half. It got so And then I felt fucking... like it was already really weird by the time you got there. And Dude, I felt like it just was amping up. Ethan, this was the hardest movie for me to piece together. Because there are so many moving pieces in the plot that ultimately don't matter. Oh, yeah. But, like, there's so many different characters and, like, plot points. And then the comedy. This movie Ugh. isn't a drama. It's not an action movie per se. It's more of, like, a weird screwball comedy but not 
enough jokes. Yeah. What was that one movie you watched that didn't have enough jokes in it? Uh, oh, Blue Brothers 2000. <laughs> it did remind me a lot of Blues Brothers 2000. But it was actually better. Than, I mean, it's better. Oh, than I think it was definitely a better movie than Blues Brothers 2000. It's just a really odd, uneven film. Oh, like, yeah. The tone is all over the place. All over the place. And it's, it's clear that no one... It's clear this movie... Like, I, I actually... I'm actually kind of proud of this movie a little bit because it... A lot of movies, I think, suffer from lack of imagination and lack of ideas. This movie's got a like it threw all it the ideas. Yeah, it tries really hard to win you over, and it, it doesn't do a very good job of it. And yeah, unfortunately, here's the question. I mean, you saw the opening, so maybe you know this. Uh huh. How how much do you think Bruce Willis was a part of the making of this movie? Mm, like not very much, honestly. You don't think so? I don't think so. He was just like cast in the movie. I think he was, and then he like read the script, and he's like, "I'll do the best I can." Yeah. He wrote the movie. Really? Yeah. A lot of the okay, ideas. Okay, see, I thought it could go either way. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt like it's either he had absolutely nothing to do with this movie or he did all of it. Because I felt like a lot of his goofy stuff, Yes. it put him in a good light. Yes. And he was always like a trickster and doing all this cool stuff. He reminded me, it kind of also reminded me of like The Pest, where it's like a, 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 a an actor trying to do a Bugs Bunny thing. Yeah, kind of, where he it's a little self-glam, like putting yourself uh, up on a pedestal sort right. of thing. Your he's character, smart. He's, he's smart. He kind of has no real flaws. Yeah. But he's kind of just dropping But he's the also really like, he's a he's stinker. He's snappy. Yeah. And he says funny things. And I'm like, yeah, I could, you know, honestly, if I thought like, if I was asked like, what's Bruce Willis thinks funny? I'd be like, all right, most of the stuff in here probably. Probably. Yeah. And it's clear that's actually the case. Um, But it's like, it doesn't match. I don't know. It's hard to say it doesn't match the movie because I say most of the film is trying to do that. But there's, I don't know, it's just such an odd movie. Well, because the problem is, is there's so long between any co- any comedy things, you forget it's a comedy movie. That's like, kind of true. Then he, like, snips Because then something will come up. Yeah. It'll come out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, wait, right, this is supposed to be, like, a weird screwball movie. Yeah. It's very strange. And I think this was also, like, I think Die Hard 2 had just come out, so, like, so Bruce... already in a bad spot. You know? <laughs> exactly. And, and, like, but it's also a thing, and not only was it a bad spot, as far as... Tired 2 is not a good movie, but it's also a high spot for Bruce Willis. I think Bruce Willis at this point was like a big time action hero at this point. You know, like everyone looked at him and he's like, he's just going to make good movies for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. And then he made this. And uh, I don't know. It's I will get into the plot because it's a very confusing one. There's a lot of moving pieces, like I said. Yeah. But um, I I. I don't know how to feel about this film. Uh, yeah, I feel maybe we'll maybe after we we piece it all together. Like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of up in the air. Like me, too. My initial gut is I don't really like this movie, but also I wasn't really bored the whole time. No. It was always interesting. No, yeah, absolutely. But it's not, I feel like it's one of those movies I kind of like, but it's not good. I can appreciate it. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, I can sort of stand back and be like, you threw a lot of ideas in there. Bruce Willis is actually like doing stuff. Like, I think that's the other thing too, is like when you look back at the 90s, look at Bruce, look at Bruce Willis. He's full of energy. He's full of spunk. He's like telling jokes. Some of them don't land. He's trying to be like, he's trying to be like Harrison Ford. No, no. I think he is. No, he's too he's too high energy to be Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford could just mosey on through a scene and be charming. That's true. Bruce Willis is jumping around. He's like telling weird jokes, like weird jokes that aren't funny most of the oh, time. God, they're so good. Uh, but it's 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 not it's not the same thing as like I see what you're saying. A Schwarzenegger. Yeah, where, where a Schwarzenegger, they don't have to try hard to kind of have that. I feel like he's trying to. He's trying really hard, like performance-wise, to like pull this character off. Yeah, like he moves differently, and he like he th- throws his arms in the air. Well, honestly, but Bruce Willis is coolest when he's not trying to totally like, and die hard. But that's the thing; it's not like he's trying to be cool. He's trying to be like he's trying to be Bugs Bunny. Like he's he's trying to be a wise ass uh, wisecrack. Yeah, whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah, like a whippersnapper, but not coming off as being cool. Because have you watched? Um, oh, is it shoot him up? 
No. Because it literally is a character trying to be like Bugs Bunny, and he makes a joke about it. Really? Yeah. And it works, though, for me. Really? It's corny as hell. Maybe it's the actor. I think it was, was it Clive Owen was in that? I Possibly. can't remember. Yeah. Um, but I remember that working pretty well. It was dumb. There's a lot of, because that's the thing, is there's a lot of physicality to being, to acting like a cartoon character. Yeah. I think only some actors can really pull it off. And it's like, Bruce Willis is kind of like a short, stocky dude with like a yeah. lot of muscle. And it's just, I don't know, like he doesn't move very gracefully. He, he, yeah, I was going to say, even if he moves fast, it's not It's with very, precision. it's like a linebacker trying to yeah, like exactly. dance. It's very odd. Uh, but it's, I, I kind of have to appreciate it because he is really trying to do something different here. Like, it's almost like when an actor does a lot of drama and he's like, I'm going to do a comedy or the opposite. Or it's like he does just comedy. He's oh, like, like cop I'm... out. <laughs> yeah. But that's the other thing is this is us looking back on Bruce Willis when he was taking chances. Like he was in this. He was in 12 Monkeys. He was in uh, uh, what's that other movie? The Fifth Element. Like yeah. he was just doing whatever the fuck, you know, I was like, this is very Fifth Element ish. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda like. It's yeah, but whereas Bruce Willis in that movie was the straight man, Bruce Willis in this movie is the guy making all the jokes. Chris Tucker. He's the Chris Tucker yeah. of this film. Yeah, it's just a really, really bizarre film. Yeah. And I don't I didn't altogether hate it. It's yeah, I mean, you know, like Leo Logan does. He gives us a thi- ones that make us think. It's make, it makes us actually a lot like, of complicated think about emotions. It. Anyway. Yeah. Tell us more about the yeah, tell so, us about the story. The movie starts off. Yes. Uh with a narrator talking about Leonardo da Vinci. Yes. And Leonardo da Vinci okay. w- was commissioned to make a bronze horse statue. Okay. And uh, instead, while trying to figure out how to make... Oh, bronze was very uh, uh, in short supply at that time. Oh, okay. Because it was wartime around that time. The so bronze age. Y- no. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so he tried to make a machine that would create bronze easily. It made it sound like just make bronze out of nothing. Oh, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like alchemy. Yeah. Um, instead, he made something much different. And then an explosion happens. Like, oh, man, did he invent gunpowder? Like, no, what do you think it was? It wasn't gunpowder. So <laughs> we go into Leonardo's workshop. A bunch do of we stuff. see Leonardo? Well, I thought it was gunpowder. Yeah, fair. you thought it was gunpowder because yeah. there was an explosion. There was an explosion, and that right. just kind of seems like how movies made. You That's know? also a thing. Like, yeah. gunpowder is a thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they he does all stuff. And Wasn't it, it the it, Chinese that made gunpowder? Yeah, it was eventually originally, but I think. But this is a very Eurocentric. Yeah, way of exactly. Looking and at maybe the world. and you know maybe it was the first time it was discovered in Europe. I don't know. Because also at this Honestly, point, you just think this is a straight up normal movie. You don't think it's yeah. They could just make shit up. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know any of this stuff. So going to his workshop, it reminds me of like Muppets Christmas Carol. It's all like over the top, and there's people like flying over the sides, and like ooh, we're we're making all this. It's a goofy ass shop and i'm like this is weird what is this movie like santa's workshop kind of, yeah it's like but santa's leonardo workshop. DiCaprio. yeah, yeah. uh leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, leonardo Di- yeah leonardo da vinci oh i'm gonna fly his plane <laughs> i'm gonna be the great gatsby <laughs> i'm gonna fight a bear um uh so it's all fancy and fun but then it turns out he makes this thing and they shoot it this weird beam yes and they shoot it at a thing and it's Makes gold. Ooh. And, uh, interesting. Everyone's speaking Italian except they see gold and they go, oh, gold, gold. Now, let me ask you a question. They uh-huh. speak Italian. Are there any captions when they're speaking Italian? No. Same thing in my half of the movie. Did you think something was wrong? I thought, I honestly thought the whole movie was Italian oh. at first. And then Bruce Willis shows up and I stopped it. I still thought it was Italian because he mumbles during most of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Your half was an Italian scene? Mo- yeah, some of mine was. There's a lot of, because like, the movie takes place in Italy. So a oh, lot of the oh you're right I forgot yeah, yeah. The, so the, a lot of the background characters just speak Italian and they there's do. no captions yeah, they don't care and there's just like full Which scenes kind of nice I kind of like that no yeah me too it's just like that actors actually have to act that's true not, you, you can't just a lot of like visual saying. acting yeah. yeah um 
anyway, uh, so he made this gold, and there's this weird like star thing he has, mm-hmm. like a like a crystal. It's like a crystal. It splits into three pieces, as Ooh. you notice. And he's like, "Oh, cool." He puts that away, and then he does some other stuff. <laughs> and he looks, and he's like, "Hmm, I'm gonna make this donkey statue." He looks at the Mona, looks at the Mona Lisa, and he hasn't finished the teeth parts yet. Because her teeth are all weird and Ooh. all goofy. The actual models there. Right. And he's like, hmm, I don't know what to do about this part. And he walks away. And then he throws a guy off an edge who doesn't want to go off of his fly with a flying machine. He's on like a big castle. Oh, he pushes there. him off. In yeah, the I don't understand. Machine. It's kind of like he's a dick. So, so at uh, this point, do you realize the movie's supposed to be funny? Kind of. But it's, again, it's a good intro to like... Everything's very serious and very theatrical. But like all the jokes are just kind of odd. Like, yeah. They all are kind of off and like they don't hit yeah um but you get that it's trying to be funny it's trying yeah yeah <laughs> which is the most important thing at least they yeah try. and that's about it and then he's that's it shows Leonardo DiCaprio has a weird Leonardo DiCaprio yeah Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> we're just gonna call him that yeah uh Leonardo da Vinci has a weird thing in his hand and there you go next then we got uh we got 500 years later uh, because the narrator says we're gonna talk about this cat burglar who just got out of uh Sing Sing prison. Do you, when you heard the word cat burglar for the first time, did you think it was a person who actually steals cats? When I was a kid, me too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Up until like a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, okay, I knew it sooner than that. Um, they call it, they call it cats because they're sneaky. Oh, I that think. makes sense. No shit. There was actually a better reason I thought. <laughs> call it cat better than trying to describe the burglar as a cat because they're sneaky. Yeah. Because they always land on their feet. Maybe I can't remember. No. I can't remember the actual term. I don't know. There was a good reason. I'll look it up later. So that cat burglar. So that is cat Hudson burglar Hawk. is Hudson Hawk. Yeah. And weirdly enough, the clerk that lets him out of prison has weird teeth too. I don't understand if that's a bit. Does that keep going on? Is that something that comes up later? No, there's okay, no teeth so it's thing. Just that, you know, back in the day, Molly's had bad teeth. Current day, this random clerk has bad teeth. Wow. He was in prison. It's a good joke. Yeah, he was getting out of it. It was a sing sing. Why was um, he in prison for? Just because he was a burglar man. He was a burglar man. You know, oh. he did stuff like that. Okay. But you can tell he's a smooth criminal because as the probation officer is walking him out and saying, he "Hey, I got a, a job walk. for you." No. <laughs> Ow! I stole your keys. <laughs> he did actually steal his keys though, and then lock lock them behind and walk out. Ooh, which is smooth. What a smooth guy. Uh, is he wearing up, the hat yet? Um, I can't remember. Oh, okay. I might mean, have already started with a hat. I don't remember his hat. You don't remember his hat? I don't look at hats. Oh, okay. That's right. No, I felt like he didn't have a hat because I was looking at his hair a lot. Oh, lack thereof, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Bruce Willis. Yeah. He was balding around this time, I yeah, think. Yeah, he was starting. Uh, he gets picked up by a friend. Um, I don't remember his damn name. I wrote it. I wrote Johnny it. Two Five Tones. Is that it? Johnny Five Tones? Something like that. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny or Tommy? Johnny Tommy Five Tones? Tommy Five Tones, Johnny Five Tones. I wrote it down. Tommy Five Tones. Tommy. Tommy Five Tones. I will call him Tommy. He's an old man. He's an old man. He's an old friend. And yes. I'm like, man, this is Blues Brothers. Apparently, he was actually Bruce Willis's best friend. They were trying to make a movie together for the longest time. Oh, really? And then I came across this. That's why I didn't understand meet this guy ever. Yep, exactly. Huh. <laughs> um, now he's free. He and his friend Tommy's like, what do you want to do? You want to go boom some chicks? You want to go like to to eat some burgers? You want to play some Nintendo? And he's like, what's a Nintendo? <laughs> and I'm like, All Oh, right. man, that actually makes a lot more sense now yeah. for later. Yeah. There's a lot of Nintendo talk. Oh, good. <laughs> um, Very current. So now he's right out of the boot, and he was talking to his probation officer and saying you know hey you know I, I, he makes a joke that he doesn't want the job that he gives him but he does because he doesn't want to steal anymore okay he wants it to turn sounds over like he legitimately leave. wants to do it because his friend tommy mm-hmm. is like hey you should you know these guys got a job for you and he's like no i don't want to do that um he says okay all i want to do is go back 
and get a nice cup of cappuccino. And he's like, I got one for you. And he gives him the cappuccino, and he's driving in the car, and then he breaks and he spills it all, and he doesn't enjoy his cappuccino. Okay. This is the type of humor. Now, next. the cappuccino thing is a running gag. Yes, it is. Okay, it is in your half, too. Oh, yes, it is. Because afterwards, he's like, don't worry, you can get one at the bar we're going to. The bar we own, apparently. They both own a bar. Okay. Together. Uh, they go to the bar, and he's like, what happened to the bar? All these, these yuppies are here, and they're all rich and stuff. I wanted to be... Good. It's good that they have money. Well, he's like, what happened to all the regulars? They all got run out. Yeah, this place used to be run by locals, but now the locals can't afford it anymore, Mike. It's not a good thing. It's oh, because of, uh, yeah, gentrification. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and they can't hang up, like, Bob's weird wheel or something. I don't know if that comes into Bob's play Bob's weird wheel. Yeah, I said they hung it up there because some junk guy came in and was like, oh, my God, this wheel. And they're like, oh, hang it up. That's funny. Sounds like just a random joke. It sounds like just some random stuff that guys do at guys' bars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I go to the bar, I want to put up a wheel. I want to get drunk and put up a wheel and have a great story about it. And we all look at it and go, ah! Hey, look, it's a wheel. But then a bunch of yuppies come in and they ruin it for yep. us. And all the regulars get drawn out and they're like, we don't want to see a wheel. That wheel's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Are we yuppies, Ethan? Kind of. Yeah. We, we do white collar work. Yeah. And we go to like places that are like fancy and like, ooh, we're going to have this fun artistic. Yeah. Thing. We also have uh, monocles. I also. <laughs> we have top hats. I feel bad sometimes when I go to like places that are like. Fancy? Yeah. Fancy in like Santa Ana and stuff like that are like lower. Lord and Hill areas that are like. Oh, because you're like, I'm part of the gentrification problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really like snacks, but I'll, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> my own, that's my own thing I have to deal with. Yeah. So, um. What happened next? Anyway, he tries to get a, he's going to get a cappuccino, a nice fresh cappuccino. At the bar. At the bar. So he gets a cappuccino. They have a cappuccino machine back there for some reason because they know he, I think. His friend Tommy bought it for him because he know he loves the, that kind of those uh, uh, like non-masculine drinks. That's what he calls them. Oh boy, already. Yeah, yeah I know. It's a nineties baby. 91. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, is this ninety-one? Yeah, nineteen ninety-one. Mm-hmm. Good year. Yeah, good year. Excellent yeah. year. Uh, <laughs> so then he gets the cappuccino. He's about to drink it, and then here's a weird part that really set the tone for this movie for me. Okay, is that this dude just shoots the cappuccino out of his out of his hand. And nobody gives a shit in the bar. <laughs> Everyone's cool You'd think with if this. it was full with yuppies, they would flip the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. They'd be like, whoa, what's going on? No, they'd probably be like, oh, it's just a culture. <laughs> they just take photos. Of, yeah. Of, this uh, is what normal people this, are like. This is in New Jersey, by the way. Oh, right, right, right. It's, it's on the so. East Coast. Yeah, it's on the East Coast. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone's like, I don't know. People just Near the Hudson, out. you'd say? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so this guy just looks at him and is like, oh, I got your attention, didn't I? And I'm Who like, was the guy? It's the Mario Brothers. Why are they they're, called the Mario Brothers? Because Nintendo. I don't know. They're just Why? Called, they're just because that's just their last name. You can have a last name, Mario. Why? What's with those Nintendo references? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yes. The, the, the guy just like puts Do they look away. like Italian like, caricatures? Knuckleheads, yeah. Not, char- not character shirts, they just look silly. Oh, okay. They just look like goofballs. They're just like, hey, hey. We're just, we're, they don't look like the real mob. They're like the, the, the lame mob that the real mob sends out. Okay. That's what I think. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but just the fact that he pulled out a gun and just shot it, put it away, and it's like, it's cool. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody cares at all. Even like <laughs> Bruce Willis is like, you couldn't kill me. Nobody cares. Nope. And that was a cappuccino. Like, that's not I that know. big of a target to have shot. So. They have an offer for him. They say, you should steal and stuff. You're the best in the biz. You got to do it. He's yeah. like, I don't want to steal stuff. He's like, Turn it over to listen, we got, we got blackmail stuff on you. You can't do it. We're going to go and we're going we're gonna to make your life miserable. You know. What's the blackmail? The blackmail is basically we're going to make your life miserable if you don't do it. Mm. 
And That's not blackmail. What is blackmail? Okay, I'm sorry. It was a blackmail. He gets blackmailed later. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I, I jumped the gun. That's all right. Thank and you. And he says, you know, if the Mario brothers weren't the third largest crime family in New Jersey, I'll tell them to kiss my butt. But considering the circumstances, I'll tell ter- <laughs> instead to slurp my ass. <laughs> So I'm like, man, what the fuck what a does great, that mean? What a great turn. Slurp your ass. <laughs> Slurp my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes it sound like I get like a slurping machine and I just like, you know, you just crank that thing and you just have the, the, the stuff come down. You, you wheeze the juice. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, the, that's the asshole. I'm thinking that's the asshole <laughs> and they're slurping it. So they have to slurp his ass. That's to slurp his ass. Instead of kiss it, they got to slurp it. Oh, okay. And I'm like, man. I like that term. I feel like something he's trying to make happen and didn't happen. No, that was going to be on all the posters. Yeah, slurp my ass. <laughs> the mask, smoke it, somebody stop me, Hudson Huck, slurp my ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's like, fine, whatever, I'll do it, mm. dicks. I don't, can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to. Mm. Um, now, he plans with Tommy to figure out what to do, because I guess Tommy's his go-to guy who helps him out with this stuff. And now they go steal some stuff. So they get in some... Uh, Maintenance pool outfits, and they pretend to be pool people, okay. and they cross, uh, they throw a uh, line with a uh, inner tube on it to like latch on to the other side of a building. They climb over it. Um, there's some jokes about how Tommy's fat. Uh, they say this is rope's only rated for 900 pounds. He's like, Yo, are you kidding me? Oh, we might not make it. And then he, they get over it. It's okay, good. Um, yeah, it's just a dumb joke. Nothing so else. funny. So funny. This comedy, man. It's so bizarre. It sounds like it's written by. Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, it's not completely terrible, but it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The it's not cringy. Is very it's odd. Just, it's just it's not weird. Funny. It's, it's just weird. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's the nice thing. Is it's not offensively bad. Not yet. It's just, oh, no. At least for me, it wasn't offensively bad. It was just, wait, wait. Do you mean, like, offensively bad, like, it wasn't offensive? No, offensively bad is like, oh, let's just stop talking. Oh, like, cringy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think it was. I don't bad. think it ever re- really reaches that. Yeah. Which is refreshing because sometimes it's not like the pest. It's not the pest. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <sighs> Which one, man? Anyway, um, so they <laughs> sneak past the guards. Um, they throw the line back. Oh, before they die. Sorry, they throw a line back. It's very important. Oh, thank you for telling me. And then they sneak past the guards, and they do a heist, which is interesting because they sing Bing Crosby's Swinging on a Star. I don't uh-huh. know if that comes on later. They sing a lot together in yeah. normal life. And they use that to time how long they have for the tape to go around. Okay. They do a fake tape to make it look like the security guards. It's a loop, right? They right. do a loop thing. The classic, you know? Classic high stuff. Okay, okay. And yeah, this in, is what you do. And I didn't tell you what they were going to steal, but they were going to steal the bronze horse statue. Oh, that's the the Leonardo DiCaprio Exactly. Thing. They're going to steal that bronze st- horse statue, but it's a very little one. It's not a big one like you know the original one was because you know obviously he didn't make that bronze. No. So he just used what he had. Right. Because uh, it was going to be the largest statue. I forgot to mention that, but now it's small. It's I don't small. believe any of this. Whatever. This is in real history. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um... That wasn't even Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, you're right. Shit. <laughs> he was too busy being mauled by a bear. <laughs> Finally Spoilers. getting... Spoilers! I'm sorry. <laughs> God. It's in the trailer. That's true. So, so Sorry, guys. They he just ruined Titanic. Sing- <laughs> 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 they're having a great time. They're singing. And uh, the, anyway, the point is the guards see the loop. They see the loop at some point. <gasps> With the goofy they got ways. they got caught. They got caught. The loop was them walking around. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, They're like, "Why are we on the camera? Wait a second! No, they tricked the cameras!" And so they go and run down, and they catch them. Oh. But Bruce Willis knocks them unconscious, and they run away. But then a third guard appears, and he chases them, and he see- gets a good best view of them. cat burglars ever. I know, right? Shh. The first try. Yeah. 
So now they go to the roof because they were going to plan on exiting through the basement. That's why they threw the thing across to stop all the, to get rid of the tracks. Right, right, right. But now they just have to jump. No! And so jump. And the car starts shooting at them and they jump and they land on the awning. Classic New York. They always have the awning. They've they got the on. awning. They got the awning. And they that's on. enough to support one person's or two yeah. people's weight. No, it rips right through. Oh, okay. Good. But the thing is, is, it rips right through and there's no cut of the aftermath. It just shows them ripping right through, and he lands in a seat, and he lands in the Mario's house. How? So the Mario's live under an awning? No, it's like a cut. It's a weird theatrical oh, cut. Oh, okay. Where just, he's sitting down in a chair. He's I like see. I there. see. It's like he landed there. It's One of really the Edgar weird. Wright cuts. Yeah, but it just seems out of place because no, the other cuts are like this. Yeah. It's like I have a great idea for this. Boom. We're right. never gonna do that again. Yep, we're never yeah. gonna do that again. So it feels very jarring. <laughs> Okay. So now they're at the Mario's house. They're at the Mario's house. Mm-hmm. Now Doing some mushrooms. So, <laughs> so here's the thing that was weird about this movie to me. Okay. What is that? At the beginning. Yes. There's a Leonardo narrator. DiCaprio and all this kind of like he had the secrets. We're just going to call him Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, I thought we agreed to that. We agreed to that. Yeah, okay. we're going to call him Leonardo DiCaprio. So Leonardo DiCaprio and uh-huh. <laughs> like the way it was talked about, this old ancient stuff going on. I was like, man, this kind of feels like a, a, a Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, with the Templars and the Knights. Yeah, or like sort of a, stuff, like a Da Vinci Code type. Yeah, or yeah. it's Illuminati. It's called conspiracy theories. I seem like maybe it's kind of like that. Mm. And I was like, man, or it's a Caprio that's Code. Silly. I'm just thinking that because I'm 12 and I'm like, oh, deep down, I'm like, if it's a Leonardo Da Vinci, it must be Assassin's Creed 2 because he was <laughs> in that game. <laughs> but but obviously, it's not true. But then this happens. Uh huh. This guy, who they call Mr. French appears and he inspects the horse statue mm-hmm. and the Mario brothers stand there like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> and he inspects the horse statue and he goes, this is priceless, irreplaceable <sighs> and immediately smashes it down <gasps> and then takes one of those weird jewel things yeah. that, that uh, Leonardo da Vinci had earlier in the movie. Are we going to call him Da Vinci or DiCaprio? I'm going to keep switching up to mess with you, man. Okay. <laughs> keep me on my toes. The opposite of whatever yeah. you say. <laughs> um... He got. He grabs it and he's like, "Yes, perfect." He's and then when the Mario guy is like, "What? Well, where's my cut?" And he says, "Here's your cut." And then he and cuts him. He has a hidden blade. Oh, that pops out exactly like Assassin's Creed style. Oh yeah, I know this guy. And cuts his neck. Oh, and then comes up to Bruce Willis and the Mario guy's like, "I think he wants his cut too." And he goes out to stab him and then he pulls it back and it goes and the hidden blade disappears back into his shirt <gasps> just like Assassin's Creed just like Assassin's Creed yeah and then he goes back in time and he goes back in time <laughs> and he puts on a weird head thing puts on a headset yeah. yeah anyway um, and dances around and the new one turns to Michael Fassbender <sighs> that movie anyway he says no he's fine he's one of the best cat burgers around we'll keep him around or whatever meow 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 <laughs> So now, so what happened next? He goes back to talk to uh, Tommy. Uh, Bruce Willis does, right? And he gets a he gets a cappuccino, and of course the cappuccino machine breaks. He can't get his cappuccino. <sighs> God. And uh, he's like, dude. So here's what's weird. Tommy says, "Is look at this newspaper." It says, uh, "Statue was attempted to be stolen right before a big auction, but it was stopped by the guards and never happened. It was never <sighs> stolen." Ooh. So he's like, what? He says, I need to find this out. For some reason, Bruce Willis has the idea. To, he needs to get involved. He's the one that needs to do this. He yeah. needs to do this. So he buys a tuxedo, and he goes to the auction to see what was up. Why does he care? 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think it's because he has a sense of pride. He says because the Mario guy. Because died. they said, you know, I'm, I, the fact that they said I didn't steal it and was thwarted pisses me off. Because <laughs> I, you know, I don't care about the prize. I just want to be say, you know, my reputation's on the line. That's right. He's the best cat burglar ever. Yeah, exactly. Man. So the fact that he got thwarted, mm-mm, I ain't gonna. No, happen. he's got to keep up, even though he wants to give up cat burgling forever. He forever. has to keep his reputation That's intact. Right. right. So you know. Kind of makes sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't really buy it 100%. It doesn't matter. It's just it's just the way for us to get to the next gag. Yeah. Well, the next gag is him going to the auction house. And he sits next to a lady who seems to know a lot. And she's played by Annie McDowell. Yep. She's a regular on our podcast. Yep. She's there She was a lot. in Michael. She yep. was in Magic Mike 2. Mm-hmm. Is that it? No, she was also in... Um, shit. Yeah, you don't know. Might be that. It might have been it. Uh, that's yeah. probably it. I think there's may, there might have been there, I swear there's one more. I looked it up. Anyway. Um... What's her name? Annie. Mary? Annie? Oh, in the movie? Yeah. I don't know. I call her Annie McDowell because they don't mention it. I don't think much of the movie. Uh, she's not really a big character that one. Oh, okay. So she knows everything about the things that are on auction. She does. And I didn't. she didn't know that at, at first. because She, she well, didn't know that? Or Bruce Willis didn't know that at first. Oh, okay. she, was, she was all flared with her. And it's like, man, you auctions to flirt are great. With her. I go all the time. She's like, I think auctions are disgusting. He's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, man, what a sleaze. And then he's like, and then they bring out the horse. And she comes up. And she inspects it. And he's, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? Is she going to be like, is this a fake? She's like, it's 100% authentic. And then he's like, what? And then she goes and sits back down. And then Bruce Willis is looking around. And he notices there's a bunch of people sitting around. Actually kind of shifty. And they oh, yeah? have candy bars in their pockets. Which is weird. And I was like, oh, man. At first, I didn't see all uh, the candy bars. No, no, no. But then one of them said Almond Joy. And I'm like, look at these people with Almond Joys in their pockets. What is this? I don't understand this point. Oh, no. This is when the movie gets... Real weird. <laughs> so then after she examines it, yes. she sits back down. And then this very weird couple comes in. Yes. This very... <sighs> Over-the-top, flamboyant. Over the top, flamboyant. Both of them just full 100% crazy. They are just crazy. Eat it, chewing up the scenery. Yes. Come in. The first guy just comes in and goes, I bid $100 million. Whoa. And everyone's like, whoa, crazy. A lot of money. And then a lady comes in and bids... One hundred billion million dollars. No, one hundred million dollars and one. <laughs> oh, and the guy's like, "Whoa, crazy!" And then he's like, "No, I must have it." And then they do like a weird kind of thing in front of. They like argue. Not really argue. Kind of like sexually square off Ugh. is how I want to describe it. Everybody. Yeah. It's Boy, kinda... for some reason I thought they were like brother and sister. Maybe they are. <laughs> you know what? You're good play. Maybe they That's are. That's probably the level of comedy we're dealing with in yeah. a film like this. Yeah. <sighs> So they so, square off and they want the thing, but th- this is more of a chance for them to do their whole exhibitionism. Yeah, finish. yeah. So then they're get power to count down and hammer the gavel down. And be like, all right. The security guard comes in mm-hmm. and recognizes Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and immediately beelines for him. Uh. And but McDowell trips him. Mm-hmm. He trips, and I'm like, why the fuck is tripping him? And at that time, the gavel comes down and he slams it down. And then whatever was in the horse just exploded. Oh. And blew up and like exploded. I think the security guard bits. And I think maybe the auctioneer or person. Holy too. shit, killed them? Yeah. I think maybe not the maybe not the, the guard. But, but it yeah, killed, killed them. Killed someone. Yeah. Killed them, just bits flying everywhere. Oh my God. And yeah. And then. Every, was it a trap? I, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. You know. No, I don't. You don't? No. You don't know either? Not really. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I thought it was no. explained later. Uh, it might have been, and I just didn't know what was going on. You know what? It might have happened. Yeah. So those that couple are they the Mayweathers? Yes. Okay. 
And then Bruce saves McDowell from something that was going to collapse on her. Okay, so they're going to fall in love, probably. Of course, why not? Yeah. Anyway, he gets knocked out by someone, and it turns out it's the Mario Bros. They capture him, put him in an ambulance. What? And yeah, I don't know. And I they, thought they were dead. Not the Mario Brothers. Who got only, stabbed? Only one guy did. There's two other Mario Brothers. Oh, I thought there were only two Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, there's three. <laughs> or is there four? I, I think there's three. I don't know. I think there's three. Okay, all right. Uh, there's three now, or there was three? Of course, you because, you know, just like actual Nintendo. Yeah, I just assumed they were no, the no, Mario no. Brothers. Um, okay. And they got a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> this is just the Mario. And they're teasing them. They're like, man, we're going to take you. We're going to beat you up so bad and all Why? this stuff. And we got... No, he's got... No, I'm sorry. He, they have... Um, actually, you know, they are just going to beat him up. Because he, he brought that thing back to go home and they're going to stab him. I don't know. Why are they going to beat him up? I, it's Hudson Hawk. They, they're friends. I don't know. Regardless, he's like, I don't like this. He Obviously. You guys with the syringes and stabs him in one of their faces. Holy and shit. Like, ah! And then they boot him out of the back of the ambulance and he's holding on for dear life. They're going down this freeway that's going real fast. And then it shreds and he's driving the thing and he's just like trying to stay in this big crowded traffic area. Right. He's got all these cars going by and he's just trying to stay on to this poor hospital gurney. <laughs> he's just trying to stay on. Yeah. And he says, in the best voice ever, how am I driving? 1-800, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Makes no sense, but I like it. I love it. It's that weird fu- co- It's that also, weird comedy. Well, here's another part of the weird comedy that uh, I feel is very prevalent in the early 90s. Yes. Was, it's like, oh no, a toll booth. I have to throw a penny in the toll booth. Yeah. Which is like Men in Black. Yeah, it's like same Men thing. in Black too. It's just a joke, I guess, that happens in, in New York. If you're there, you just have to throw money in a toll booth. I wonder if that was like a big deal. If they Maybe just back then in. there was that toll booth guy that always ran through toll booths. And yeah. so all the movies were making fun of that going, hey man, give them give money. Give They're hard workers. Money. Yeah, and then, so they throw him the toll. And he's like, yeah, does, I did it. Does he throw the toll before they go through the toll booth? They do it afterwards. He does it before because then the, the thing rises The thing up. goes open, right? Yeah. Cause I feel like in in Men in Black they just drive, Men in Black, they just drive through it and then they he throws it back and then it lands in the toll booth thing. Yeah, what a weird. I don't know. Joke. Maybe New York's weird. Maybe that's. Maybe I don't know. Back then, we have tolls here, but in California, but it's just like pay them online. Well, no, before that, like actual tolls. I remember driving through one of those. It was uh, you you actually come up and you give and them money. Yeah, and there's no, but there is no uh, barrier, barricade. You just put it in the thing. Yeah. What but, if you can't make change? You just fucking leave and do it legally. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Man. That's why it was just easier just to put these electronic things in and bill you later. What a toll. Yeah. <laughs> toll my soul. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, so now, yeah, it's getting crazy. So eventually he escapes, and then the Marlboro Brothers get so angry that they just flip their car, their ambulance over, and it blows up. And Bruce Willis <laughs> rides by on his gurney and says, hey, are you guys okay? And then just rides off. No. Oh. And then he... <laughs> This is the most bizarre part. Okay. I know it's getting weirder. <laughs> he runs. He just magically happens to run into this person that has the slick back hair and is doing some weird coding stuff out in the middle of nowhere. Turns to him, hands him a note that, oh no, hand, like looks at him and says hello. And then someone drops out of the sky and like rappels down in like a weird outfit, hands him a note and just says, uh, "My name is Kit Kat. This is not a dream." And it's like, what the fuck? And then some other people start appearing with different candies in their pockets. Right. And they're just randomly appearing. And this lady shows up and she says, uh, named Snickers. Oh, no. That, sorry. The guy I originally met was Snickers. Right. And they all have cold names like candy bars. Right. This lady's called Almond, Almond Joy. And this dude is who... Butterfingers. His Butterfingers. He's the big, big dumb dude. one. Yeah, he's a big yeah. dumb one who accidentally almost breaks the porta potty. How? 
by like getting out of it poorly and then leaving part of his clothes in it. So he pulls it and then oh, down because he's so big. He's so big. He doesn't know. So you got Butterfingers, Almond Joy, Kit Kat, and Snickers. Yes. Okay. Got it. All the all the best. Kit Kat is the like master disguise guy, right? Or like he like so. hides in places. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the other one with the glasses, I think, is Snickers. Snickers. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the lady is Almond Joy. Yep. Yeah. All right. There we go. There you go. That's the whole crew. Um, they're called MTVIA, which I guess this random guy shows up. He's an old friend that Bruce Willis may remember, but okay. we don't remember as an audience because we because, didn't, yeah. because we didn't know him. But he apparently is the person. He actually Bruce Willis doesn't know him. He explains that I know you because you. I sent you to prison. Oh no! Yeah, I sent you to prison, and he's like, "Oh, I'm mad at you." A lawyer? Now. No, he is someone who set up set him up with a job in the oh. government to steal from the government. Why do you do also that? Know it. So he could put him in jail. Why? So he could also make this pseudo suicide squad esque thing that he's putting together. I think. Okay. I think. Okay. It's, See what I mean? Like this movie. This movie's like overly confusing. With it's ideas. overly confusing. It has a lot of ideas because I think all these people are criminals. All yes. the people, the the candy bar people. Yes, they're like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, basically. Um, oh shoot, they also had a, a past name of something. I don't remember what it was though. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it comes in play. Yeah, it doesn't come in play later. So it doesn't matter. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So he puts him, he's like, okay, cool, whatever. He's like, I got a job for you. Actually, in fact, I have a career for you. But first, we have to go on a trip. And then they trank him and they put him in like a coffin, <laughs> looks like. And then suddenly he wakes up and he's in Rome. He's in Italy. Oh, okay. They delivered him, which is weird because before he was all in New York. And now yeah, that's yeah. why I, I, it was so short of a spot in my section of the film. I just completely forgot they were in there. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean there's Italians again? Yeah, man. The Templar there. Yeah. So, so now there's the weird British guy from the auction is there. Weird British guy from the auction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Penny's worth? Penny's worth? No. What, what's their Smith? Their oh, last name. The, the, May, the Mayweathers. The Mayweathers. Pen, Penny's worth. Whatever. Yeah. You I, know. Picked, I picked the most weird British name. That's a good Penny's point. Worth. Yeah. Um, the Mayweathers. And he's got his weird, he's got like wait, a weird wait, wait. board is there. It the Mayweathers or the Mayflowers? And probably is Mayflowers. Mayweather's uh, is too normal. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Mayflowers is a boat. Um, <laughs> it's got this weird... They go up and they have this weird kind of like board set up with all these different people sitting there with all the different ethnicities, nationalities, and his sister's in the middle just singing a song. And uh, it's weird. And then he's like, I'm offering you a job. It's this much money. And like you could tell there's a weird power dynamic because... His sister slash lady friend says, um, it must be a sister. I don't know, dude. It must be a sister. They're it's both really called. Weird. So what? That doesn't mean anything. Maybe, you know, maybe they both found each other. Maybe. And they're you like, right. you know, we're in love. I don't says, know. Says, you know, you're ripping them off. You're only paying them 200 bucks a day. This isn't a good deal. And they're like, oh, well, that's crazy. I'm going to leave. And they just lock poor, poor Bruce Willis up. And they lock him up. They say, you got to do it because we have blackmail on you because we got images of you stealing the fake we booby trapped the whole place and have an image of you trying to steal that fake bronze statue. Oh no! So we have blackmail on you, and he's like, ugh, again. He's supposed <laughs> to leave, get out of this business. And yeah. It kind of seems like he doesn't. Even though he was the one that got the suit and went to the auction in the first place. He could have just left it alone. Yeah. Let bygones be bygones. I guess so. Um, yeah. So? And, he, and so the guy is explaining Mayflower, whatever, Mayfield, whatever his name is. <laughs> he says, you know. When you make your first billion dollars by 19, you just got to have new goals or else you're just going to get bored. Yeah. Like me. So I figured the best goal, world domination. And then there's a scene where the dog that's in the field just goes and tries to eat 
Bruce Willis's balls or like sniff them a lot, really hardcore, and then oh yeah, they tell him to go That's play reference. with a ball, yeah. and then he, he plays with and, his balls, and then yeah, and then yeah. Bruce Willis makes a joke like, oh, I think he's got enough balls for today or something <sighs> stupid like that. Oh boy, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> um, boy, a lot of the le- later half of this movie is starting to come into place. Good, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad because. So far, it's just a lot of stuff that happens. Yeah, that's what I, it is. It, yeah, at least at least it kind of plays off a little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit of setup and payoff. Uh, so then he has to go steal something for them, of course, because he's the best cat burglar, and that's why they need him. Yeah. So they're gonna do it by by blackmailing. <laughs> okay. Uh, because he's a cat burglar. Yeah. Yes. So then, uh, he gets to go and steal from the Vatican for these people. Right. That's why they're in Rome. Yeah. Um, and only a cat burglar can do it. Yeah. So, uh, he goes and. He has to steal Da Vinci's Codex. Da Vinci's Codex. Yes. Got it. What is that? Which is a bunch of... It, uh, like is the, that like a plug-in so you can watch videos under your laptop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's become irrelevant since VLC came out. But oh, like before that's right. That, yeah, but before needed, that, when you were watching Windows, it on Windows, Windows Media Player, Media Player yeah, you, you needed, needed to get have, the Codex. Yeah. Or the Da Vinci Codex. Yeah, Da Vinci Codex. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Dan Brown Codex. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you could watch the Da Vinci Code yeah. on your... You had to get your own special plug-in. Because that's just a viral marketing campaign. Yeah, watch right. part of it. They let you give the giving movie for free if you could find the right. If you could plugin. get the codex. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's fine. What? So it's the Da Vinci Codex. Yeah, which is basically like the the, the classic drawings he has of like oh like he invented all, like, all this invent stuff in the future that we all is that a real thing? Of. I don't know. Okay. I don't know enough about history. I feel bad, but it it's has right. that famous picture of that man who with his arms outstretched. The Vitrillian man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up all that good stuff. <sighs> so. Yeah. He's looking around. He's he's examining it while he's these two goofballs following him from the family. <laughs> goofballs. I can't remember what they're called. He called them something stupid like Gerbius and Gerd or something like that. Like, is that what you guys are? Oh, those guys with the sun sunglasses. Like the sunglasses. Yeah, they just, yeah. They just look like they're from the Matrix before the Matrix existed, but like way less cool. So the Codex is a real thing. Okay. Yes. There yeah. you go. Makes sense. It's in the Vatican. Yeah, exactly. I don't uh, think it's in the Vatican, but it's it's a real thing. Anyway, so. <sighs> So some dumb kid is playing with her dumb, stupid elephant, uh-huh. and she accidentally throws it on the codex itself. Oh, so oh by the way, McDowell comes down and appears, and she's a, it's someone who teaches. Roddy McDowell? No, um, the lady. I don't remember her first name. The Mayweather? No. Oh, Addie, Mc, Addie, Addie McDonald? McDowell. It's McDowell. McDowell. Uh, she comes down, and she's like, I'm a tour guide here because I know a lot about stuff back in that era. Okay. <sighs> and then, Do you believe this? No. What do you think she is? I think she works for the Vatican. Okay. Because they tell me that in my half. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Damn it. So they throw, she throws her dumb elephant. It triggers a whole alarm, which is this crazy, like, three traps come down. Yes. And st- block the freaking codex. Codex. He's yeah. like, oh, crazy. Oh. And McDowell sees, her, sees him and is like, oh, I know you. I'm going to take you to my cool, like, lab thing because I know you're also, I feel like you know more about this and you're here to steal this because I know your MO. Like, I know, obviously, who you are. Right. Takes to this weird underground secret lair area, and of course the weird twins take a little while to fi- follow him because there's all this hubbub with the alarm going off. Okay, um, he's all like, "Oh, let's go to dinner," and she's like, "All right, I guess." Um, but then this is the worst part is he leaves because he's like, "Oh, cool, I got a date." He leaves. The two goonies follow him. <laughs> she looks at this crucifix with Jesus on it yes. and just says, "Father, it's obvious he's up to something here," but. I don't know what. And I'm like, that's really interesting because Father could be God or could be literally like a priest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a priest on an intercom yeah. that's next to the crucifix, which is fucking weird. It's so weird, it's right? It's so off. I love it. I love it. It's such a weird joke as it comes into play later too that the crucifix is like an alarm system. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. 
Um, she meets. It's like uh, a full on one with like Jesus on it. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe a cardinal, not a priest. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. She way. says, uh, she says, I think he's going to steal the codex. And he's like, well, you, why must you be so flirtatious with him? She's like, it's the only way I can keep him under control. Keep, keep tabs on him because I will help protect it at all costs because she That's right. them. And that was the end of my scene. What do you think? That's the end of your scene? In my half. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, okay. No, are we missing a part? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I trust it. I trust the crackle to cut it off right in the middle. That's so a good point. Maybe it didn't. Maybe there's a couple scenes. We'll see. So uh, I got into a scene where Hudson Hawk was using weird gadgets to steal something. I now know that it's the codex. Yeah. Um, and then the security shows up. And they come across the operation, and Hudson Hudson Hawk uses what you said earlier the like the 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 doors that fall down. Yeah, he uses those to capture one of the security guys, and uh-huh. he reels in the codex using like a fishing reel. Okay, and then he crawls out. And I wrote down this is weird humor because it's him like it's like I think we see I think at one point the Pope watching TV in his underwear like it's weird. And then at one point he falls onto a bunch of chickens and then falls into a table like onto a table. Very Assassin's Creed. Very Assassin's Creed. Right. And then he jumps from the top of a building onto into some hay. hay. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then he sits down at a table with Annie McDowell. Yep. And he coughs up feathers out of his mouth. Okay. And um, a date. he makes a goofy face. And I'm just like, okay, that's a thing. And then it cuts over to this, these groups of people, one of which is a weird fat guy who wants French fries and he thinks he's in France. And I now realize that's Butterfingers. So he's dumb. He's dumb. It's also this is when uh, Bruce Willis reveals to the girl that he was in prison, and he said, "She's like, how long were you in prison?" And he says, "Let's just say I never saw ET." And then she goes, "Wow, <laughs> it's very odd." How's he so good at everything? So I don't know. I feel like you lose a little bit of your edge, but I don't know. I don't know if you're in prison, man. So he explains why he got the name Hudson Hawk, and he says Hawk is like a weird slang name for the wind, and Hudson is for the Hudson River, so Hudson Hawk. And then uh, they get all like it, this is uh, they go back to like their place, like their place that they're staying, the mm-hmm. hotel. I think it's her hotel room, actually. And then they start like getting really close together, like they're going to kiss. And Hudson Hawk says, I'm not sure if I remember how to kiss girls. And then they kiss. And then he says, not that I ever kiss guys. I was going to say. <laughs> and then the crucifix on the wall starts going off and like flashing. And then the girl's like, someone robbed the Vatican. And I'm just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> oh, you got a taste of the random weird. Here uh, it comes. Uh, yeah, dude. It comes hard and it's it weird. It comes real hard like, when it's you hard jump to, the It's hard to describe really how weird. So then she knocks over a bag. A, a book comes out and she realizes he's the person that stole the thing from the Vatican. It's the book. She's upset. And then the camera cuts to those henchmen, the candy bar people outside of their like. The henchmen do- work for the CIA, by the way. They do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I forgot to mention that part. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought they were just bad guys. No, no, no. They they're, they work for CIA. So I didn't know who they're, they were. They're like, one, like, they're like low, they're the bad CIA. You know, like Suicide Squad. They work for the government, right. but not great. So they've been uh, following them around. Uh-huh. They're right outside the window, and they're in, a, they're in a car. And then the lady says, what's going on in there? And then Butterfinger says, want me to rape them? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know these guys are bad dudes, but like, Dude, I feel like that's weird to be I, government sanctioned. I could not fucking understand. Like, I had to rewind it to make sure he said that. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And they're like, Butterfingers, just read this book. And then he reads like, like Sam I Am or some weird shit like that, oh. or, or Greetings I Am. It was can fucking he, weird. Can he read? 
I guess barely. So then the henchmen drop in, and apparently the lady knows who they are, and she says she wants to see Kaplan. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I think they might have an enragement, Mike. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know who the Kaplan was. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know who she was. Yeah. And then it's revealed that the Mayflowers find out that they have the codex, and they'll switch. They are Mayflowers, by the way. They're the Mayflowers. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck is going on. The lady goes to confession, and she fills in the priest with the plot so far, which is good for me. So here's what's going on. Hudson is not working with the Mayflowers. Yes. Kaplan and the candy bars are working with the Mayflowers. The Pope doesn't trust the CIA because they're the, ca- the candy bars. And the Mayflowers get all three crystals. Then they're going to create a gold machine and the economy will be ruined. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, what in the fuck first half of this movie existed? Because so much shit was just unloaded upon me. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, you got it. You got. I got it right. Yeah, I'm just really glad they just had a character straight up telling me what was going on. I think you needed that. I I needed that. I think the audience, even even you probably did, probably needed that because what the fuck those three things do? Obviously, it made gold. Is that the only thing it does? I don't know. Yeah, they're just gold making things. Ruin the whole economy. Interesting. Why did um? Wonder why Leonardo da Vinci destroyed that? Didn't make a whole bunch of gold for himself. You know, I don't know. It doesn't really go into it. No, they don't question it. You know that why? Because he started starring in big budget movies. Yeah. He didn't need it. Yeah. Uh, so then they look in the book, and in the book is a crystal. And then the bad guys kill the twins in sunglasses, those weird guys. Okay. So they're just nothing. And then they say, don't hurt Hudson. And Hudson's like, don't hurt me. Oh, what if I do this? And then he punches one of the henchmen. And he goes, what if I do this? Oh, uh. And then he grabs the lady, and he starts dancing with her. And then... One of them says, come to think of it, there is a part of your body that we won't be needing for your next mission. And then he, they like put a knife to his balls. And then Hudson says, well, I always wanted to sing like Frankie Valley." And then the lady punches him and says, big boys don't cry. Yai, yai. And then he falls down. And then he says, three minutes and 27 seconds. And then he starts laughing hysterically. Right. He and does then, like counting down things, but I don't know why. And then he says... Look, you Eddie Munster-looking motherfucker! <laughs> and at this point, his I insults need, are so bizarre. I need to ask you, yeah, who is the target audience for this movie? Bruce Willis. <laughs> I know that he made this movie for himself because like the humor is so juvenile that it's clearly not for like adults. But it's for those adults who have that juice. You know, all adults are just kind of kids at heart. They are kids at heart. They like dumb jokes. If you you laugh at, look at most of the memes online that people are sharing, they're not very clever. Because I see all of the other humor, and I think it's like a dumb PG, maybe PG-13 movie. motherfucker all the time. (laughs) Right? So it's like, what the fuck? Like, this is a hard R film. Oh, yeah. It's insane. So uh, anyway, so then they want to steal another Da Vinci invention. And uh, he says, the bad, one of the bad guys tells Hudson, I'll torture you so slowly, you'll think it's a career. I'll kill your friends, your family, and that bitch you took to prom. I'm like, okay. And then he leaves, and then some guy shows up, didn't know who he was. Apparently, it's end of, it ends up being Tommy Five Tones. Okay. And he uh, Hudson does not like him for some reason. And then Tommy pulls a gun, and then they escape by running through a window, and then they fight. And then Tommy gets shot in the scuffle, and then the authorities take them away. But it's not really the authorities. It's actually the Vatican, and this was all some plan to get them away from the bad guys who had stolen Hudson Hawk. Okay. And uh, Tommy was uh, working with the lady that works with the Vatican. Oh, yeah. By the way, that lady, she, not only does she work with the Vatican, she's a nun. 
Oh. That's why she was... I did was, not know that. Yeah, that's why she was upset by all that stuff. That's why she can't be in a relationship. Uh, She's a nun. So, um... That's why the the, po- the the priest was like, why are you flirting so much? Yes, exactly. That's why. It's like the only way. And later on, that comes into play, too, because she can't kill anybody. So they figure out uh, that... Oh, the bad guys eventually figured out that they had escaped. And that... No, wait. The Hudson realizes that because they have escaped the bad guys will not be able to steal another jewel because they're the best cat burglars meow in the world uh-huh. so hudson comes on to the lady real like a bit strong but he gets turned down and <laughs> then they wake up the next morning and the bad guys show up and they paralyze hudson and tommy and then apparently they bomb the louvre which is where the last invention was that they're supposed to uh, steal okay. so Lisa. no it was I'll the just... flying machine uh, okay. which apparently which i i've been to the louvre i don't believe that that's there I'll look it up. all right uh oh maybe it is i don't know it's a big fucking museum and then the lady comes in and she pulls a gun but she can't kill them because she's a nun so then they paralyze her and then they steal the lady. The bad guys steal the lady. They take the jewel. And then they leave Hudson and Tommy with a bomb. But then Hudson and Tommy, even though they've been stuck with a tranquilizer, end up overpowering the henchmen. And then they escape. And then they take the lady to the the bad guys take the lady to their bad hideaway. But the lady is high on paralyzer. Oh, cool. And she's speaking gibberish. And then Hudson and Tommy break into the Da Vinci castle, and uh, which is where the bad guys are. And then they start setting bombs off everywhere, and then they literally just start singing. And then Kit Kat dies, but he helps out the lady. Oh, and, no. then, and then uh, Butterfinger gets shot, and then Tommy gets taken. And then the lady beats up the bad lady and takes the jewel. And what through a series of hilarious events, Tommy gets locked in a moving limo with two of the bad guys. And then he kills two of the bad guys. And then the bad guy winds up on the hood. And then there's a bomb in the back. And then it blows up. And then Hudson gets knocked out. So. The flying machine, I don't know if it was, like, anywhere. I don't see any any evidence of it even existing. I was going to say, I don't think it even existed. But anyway. So anyway, so what I wanted to say is all that happens. <laughs> God, okay. Here's where we are now. Hudson and the lady have now been taken by the villains. Okay. Tommy is dead. He was in a car, fell off. A t- Real dead. He fell off a cliff. Okay. The car exploded. Okay. Definitely dead. Hudson... Then is told to put the jewels together. I don't know why they trust him to put the jewels together, but they do. Sure. I don't think being a world famous uh, cat burglar meow means that you know how to put ancient jewels together. I mean, you've got a lot of experience with jewels as a cat burglar. Meow. But I mean, that doesn't mean that you know how to put them together. Like, you, it that doesn't mean you can put together like a puzzle, like a Da Vinci puzzle or something. No, but you at least be familiar with it because you're, hand, you know, you're handling so many jewels, you can kind of see how they go together. Okay. That's what I think. Also, I don't know why they trust him to do that, because they do that, and then they put in the gold machine, and he says that he purposefully did it wrong, and then the gold machine blows up and horribly scars the lady uh, uh, villain, and then the male villain gets electrocuted. Huh. (laughs) All right, well. And then... Assassin's Creed guy shows up with the knives in his sleeves. He shows up, and Hudson cuts his head off using his own knives, and then he says, you won't be attending that hat at... uh, that hat convention in July. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you had to pause to be like, am I really saying this? Uh, yeah, right? I had to make sure that that was what he had said. Because it doesn't make any sense, sense. at so all. So then they're escaping, and then the dog shows up. Oh, and no. the lady's like, I can take care of the dog. And then the dog attacks the lady, and she can't take care of the dog. So Hudson shoots a tennis ball at it, like out of a tennis ball gun, and it sends the dog flying through the window and kills him. And it was the best part of the whole movie. Oh. So then Hudson and the lady get on the Da Vinci flying machine, and they escape. And uh, then they escape. 
and they're safe and they're walking around and then Hudson talks to the girl and he says, hey, Anna, can I ask you something? Can you play Nintendo with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then they go to get some cappuccinos and they go to a cappuccino shop uh-huh. and they sit down and they're like, hey, look. It's Batman. He's it's, finally there. It's Tommy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like I can't die. So Hudson says, you're supposed to be all crashed up at the bottom of the hill. And Tommy says, airbag, can you fucking believe it? And then Andy says, you're supposed to be blown up into fiery chunks of flesh. And Tommy says, sprinkler system set up in the back. Can you fucking believe it? And then there's this long silence. And then Hudson says, yeah, that's probably what happened. (laughs) What? So the movie is giving a shitty reason for Tommy still being alive. This is a cop out, man. Yeah, it's it, just like that movie Cop Out. Yeah. And then Hudson drinks his coffee, and then the movie ends. And I'm just like, why is it ending with him drinking coffee? That's a weird thing to do. It's very important, Mike. Apparently you won't understand. Is. It's a character development thing. Hmm. So, uh, and then that's the end of the movie. That's weird. I feel much different about this movie. Why? Not better or worse. Like, different <laughs> like different levels. How do you mean? I don't know, man. Like You appreciate it slightly. Yeah. A lot of work was put into this film. Yeah. It didn't... It didn't make it any better no but you can appreciate how much work was put into i respect it. it yeah I, I i do respect bruce willis just making a weird screwball comedy and thinking like i can just do this this is something i can do yeah. i can write and star and produce my and own. i can write and just keep writing and no one can tell me to take any of the stuff out apparently it's, it's a, a lot bloated. of stuff was just thrown in on set too oh i i believe that <laughs> i believe that a lot it's just jokes that don't make sense like the mario brothers is clearly a joke but that's not a joke and then, like, the Nintendo thing keeps showing up, and that's not a joke. And then, like, the cappuccino thing is, like, a running gag, but that's not funny. Like, it's very weird. <sighs> the movie yeah. is very weird. But I don't hate it altogether. I don't really hate it. No, I can't. I don't it, have it in it's, me. It's weirdly ambitious. That's the best word for it. It is... It is ambitious. It is like, very ambitious. It's like, hey, you're high of your career, and you're like, man, you know what you're I want to young. Do? I want to... Full energy. Yeah. I want to make something I want to find funny. You know, I, I make all these other movies. You know, he's a working actor. He didn't pick all great movies. You no, know, that's Blue true. has been a lot of bad movies, but he made a lot of money. Yeah. He was probably like, you know what? I know enough people in this industry. I've worked with a lot of people. Let's let's just give let's just have take a crack at this writing thing. I always wanted to. Yeah. My friend over here, he always wanted to be in a movie. I'll cast him and, and some he talks someone up and they're like, All right, fine. You know what? You got a lot of you you're in a good place right now with your career. You do this, it can't be that big of a bomb. Was it? Uh, <laughs> budget sixty five million, box office seventeen million. Whoa. That is a rough. That is rough. Uh, oh, that is so little money. Uh, Cisco and Ebert gave it two thumbs down. Really? I could appreciate it a little bit. A complete disaster. Every line starts from zero and gets nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. Variety called the film a relentlessly annoying clay duck that crash lands in a sea of wretched excess and silliness. Boy, these writers. Maybe it's like you just don't see movies like this anymore. Like full of, I don't know, like, it, again, it's not a good movie, but I can appreciate it. Like, I feel like I've seen movies nowadays that I feel like don't, don't put half as many ideas or effort into their films. Yeah. It, uh, it's something to be rewarded. It, re- it received three Razzie Awards with uh, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, and worst picture with a nomination for worst actor. Oh, did it win? Uh, one at one worst director, worst screenplay. Worst oh, picture. I see, I see. So, which is oh, crazy. Okay. Worst picture in 1991. Yeah, I feel like there's way worse things in 1991. Maybe I don't this know. This movie was bad, but I don't know, man. Maybe it was just more worse stuff. Maybe 
Maybe the type of bad is just something that. How like, would you fix this movie if you were given the option? What would you do? Would you would you make it? What would you do? I for me personally, I would clean up the script a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I would clean it up, make it a little bit tighter because I feel like the actual premise isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of the subplots just don't really kind of pay off or just are needlessly complicated. Like, what are those agents doing there? You don't need to have the agents in there. Yeah, there's too you many honestly, characters. You could, just, you could get rid of the agents probably completely. Yeah. They're wacky, but they didn't, they didn't really add a whole lot. There's too much stuff. There's too much stuff. That Honestly, you cut that out, you probably could have a much tighter film. I mean, mm. it's already one, it's an hour 44, so you can get about 15 minutes to cut the agents out. Yeah. That's probably the main thing. And then retooling the humor a little bit. like make it Either making less... it more or less. Yeah, like it's definitely like, a weird. It, either put more humor in it and make the humor better, <laughs> or take it out. Yeah, out. yeah. Because like the humor's not good. It's not for us. It's not like the cringiest thing. No, we've seen a lot worse. Oh yes, we've for seen sure. so much worse. That's the thing. It's like I, I feel like this might have got like a big budget behind it and pushed pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh, what I would do? Yeah, I wouldn't cast Bruce Willis. <laughs> I, I think he just doesn't play this character well at all. Like, I appreciate what he was trying to do. Uh-huh. Obviously, he wrote the script, so he needed to star in it. I would get I would get an actual comedian to do this stuff. Yeah. Or someone that has way better timing, like, physical and, like, it, it, able to do the physical comedy as well as, like, the other well, stuff. Well, here's too. the interesting thing. Is we both said it was a comedy movie, right? Yes. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. Okay. What are you doing on Wikipedia? Just hanging out, having a good time, editing <laughs> some articles. But yeah, yeah. one thing I noticed is... It says on here, the box office bomb was partly contribu- attributed to the fact that it was marketed as an action film. Ooh. Because it was one year after success of Die Hard 2, right. despite the film being intended as an absurd comedy. Yes. Then when the film came to home video, the tagline, which used to read, catch the excitement, catch the adventure, catch the hawk, mm-hmm. was changed to catch the adventure, catch the laughter, catch the hawk. Oh. Yeah. I see. So if they just marketed it properly. It might have maybe done like not completely so. terrible. Probably I don't think so. It still wasn't good at that either. But yeah. like. There's also apparently a video game. Yes, there's an old video game. I think it's a Nintendo video game. Yeah, actually. maybe that's right. Is I've it Nintendo or is it Atari? It's I, uh, they re- they also re- it came out I think on. It's not most good. Things. Yeah, it came out on NES, Game Boy, NES, yeah, yeah, Commodore yeah. 64. So it did come on Atari. Yeah, so it came on most things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. Oh no, but I mean, no games back then were that no, good. Yeah, I was gonna say no, no games back then, especially movie based on movies. Yeah, that's all you could do. Man, this was a. It's yeah, I don't know. I, I it kind of reminds me like it's also not as bad as like Leonard Part Six. No, like this could have very easily been Leonard Part Six, and I'm glad it wasn't. Well, what if what if Bruce Willis was a bad person? I mean, he's yeah. not the greatest person right now, but, but he's if, not like he's not like a Me Too bad person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's not a Weinstein. That would change a lot of the stuff. I bet a lot of the context. He does come on to the girl a little much. Yeah. So yeah, it would be Ooh, quite bad. a bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I don't know. So that I think that also clouds it, but still, like, it's not a good It's, it's not, not a good, good. But I don't I don't hate it. I, don't I can't it. I don't have it in me to hate it. I, I think it's I think I, I think it'd be fun to watch with other people, I think. Yeah, or drunk. This movie would be a great movie to watch drunk. Yeah, because it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. And like the tone is all over the place. Yeah. But it's like yeah, I just don't have it in me to hate it. Like I, you know, you could easily do like a like a nostalgia critic, CinemaSins thing for this movie, but it's just like it's just trying to be its own thing. Yeah, it's it, not. It fails it, at it. You know what it does, which I appreciate. It it doesn't. It, it it's clearly like lampooning like spy movies and like action movies. Yeah, but it doesn't go far enough. But it doesn't call any of them out. Like yeah. this could have easily been like, uh, fuck those movies, right? We can do better. No, it's just doing its own thing. 
It's just kind of being silly and goofy. It's kind of like the weird kid in the back of the class that's trying to be funny but isn't. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, that's cute. Like, I'm not going to bully him or anything, but I'm just going to leave him by himself. (laughs) That person is always so cringy, though. This isn't that cringy. This This isn't that cringy, yeah. This is like that kid that doesn't always try to be funny but sometimes does and it fails and he's just like okay I'll stop yeah yeah. I guess I'll get back to doing my work he's trying. and I'll try again eh it didn't work this time. sometimes it might I just can't catch the vibe of this group you know like maybe <laughs> after I try enough times I'll finally catch it and get... no I just I'm just not funny it's yeah okay. just read the room guys yeah yeah but you know overall I didn't hate it it was an interesting watch it was it was, I... it was a weird bit of 1991 cinema yes that it reminded me of those movies yeah very much yeah and had its own spin on it, which was nice. Which is very nice. I Man, Leo, you have great movie selections. Thanks yeah. again for recommending this film to us. If you guys want to recommend a movie to us, you can email us at email theotherhalfpodcast.com, just like Leo did. Uh, or if you want to get in touch with us on get in touch with us on facebook twitter or instagram you can do that there as well and if you like this episode and you want to listen to past ones uh past ones that leo had suggested were what uh we said them before body of evidence white female single white female and double jeopardy yep they're all on itunes google play music and stitcher and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it is even if it's like a five-star rating but it says two thumbs down and it says a complete mess a great what is it a great goose yeah, <laughs> a disaster that goes from zero to nowhere, and you give us a bunch of Razzies. We'll still read it. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it says five yeah, stars. At least we won an award. That's true. That's true. It was nice. That's nice to win Razzies. Yeah. Yeah. At least you remembered. You know. That's true. At least you remember for something. Uh, nobody remembered this movie. Though. Not like Love on a Leash. Remember for nothing. What are you talking about? You just remembered it because you brought it up. Shit. Good night. <laughs>